0: Keep talking about be ready, Georgia, but they forgot about them cats.
1: Listen, how about they walk in? How about they walk
2: in? What did you do in camp? His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom,
1: who was hey, on
3: trash
2: Come on, man. Hey, bruh, you listening to the sports desk.
1: New sports desk.
2: You're listening to the sports show. <laughs>
1: Bottle keep poppin' up
2: I am back! What it do, baby?
1: do It's a party, it's a party It's a party, it's a party It's a a party I
0: still in the
3: There go up that Now, Black Not black. <laughs> now black They had to know what was coming <laughs> This football season they, they had to know what was coming now <laughs> Now for all those who don't know Exactly what is happening right now You're listening to Waka Flocka A Grove Street Party Now, this was the theme last year when the Florida Gators lost to Kentucky, and this is still the theme this year as the Florida Gators lost to Kentucky once again, okay? So that's what we got going on here. Bringing it back, man. Almost ain't even been a year since we had this grocery party. (laughs) So welcome to a grocery party, part two, my boy. Featuring the Florida Gators taking that L very, very early in the season. Black, what's going on, man? How you feeling today? Man,
2: feeling great. Feeling great, man. Another day. Good. Really rainy outside, but hey my boy, it's up in, it's up in the building We yeah, up, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah for, sure, but, for uh, sure Happy to be back, yeah. once again with my guy Another episode, we here man, let's do it
3: Yeah man, she got desert L. Hicks Jr. Alright, back at it one more time, one half of your sportsologists. And you know, we're just going to skip all the banter <laughs> And we're going to have a lot of fun this episode I mean, it's football season, it's what comes with it bro all you Gator fans out there, man, y'all knew it was coming, man. You know, you know we don't love y'all. And we know y'all don't love us. So we, I'm pretty sure at some point this year, we'll get it in return. But it ain't today. <laughs> it ain't today. Episode 192 of the Sports Desk Black. We had an action-packed weekend in sports college football uh, just in shambles after the weekend weekend nfl week one has kicked off Uh, but before we get into that black now black i'm all for you know athletes taking a stab at other sports i'm 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 all for it if you want to see if you can do it that's cool but black i am tired Mm. of seeing these athletes get in the boxing ring adrian peterson Why you out here getting knocked flat out by another NFL running back? (laughs) Le'Veon Bell put you on your caboose. (laughs) Then I see Nick Young twirling around like he's Cinderella in a Walt Disney film. He fall out the ring on his own. He don't even get touched. He just fall out the ring on his (laughs) own. He in here with the full Oscar De La Hoya fit and everything falling out the ring. Black, this is what it's gonna come to, Black?
2: Hey, man. I actually enjoyed it I bet you did I bet you did I'm cool with NFL guys Fighting NFL guys The thing that gets me Is these NFL guys Try to go and fight Professional boxers Or somebody who's Been boxing for a while Okay You know I I thought it was hilarious It was good to see It it was good to see Le'Veon and AP in there But boy he put that boy AP to rest, didn't he? Boy, that boy sat man, down. Didn't he? <laughs> I said, "God, hey, they ain't playing. They trying to find something to keep him active, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess boxing it is. But man, Nick Young, man, you, know I mean? you got to stick the podcasting, my dude. <laughs> like the ring is not where you need to be at, bro. This is a this ain't a Cinderella story, my boy. You go on and keep podcasting and why I'm athlete or whatever." Yeah, Whatever I'm else you want, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can do that because bro, you just embarrass your stuff out there. I don't even know why they had you up on that card. But hey, hey man, it was fun times though. I ain't I ain't gonna lie, I enjoyed the little card, man. And it was get some laughs out of it as well, D. So hey, I don't think this is the last we're gonna see ever. You may see more guys do it uh even more now that you seen when you seen uh AP and uh Le'Veon doing it, so. It's a, it's a good look for NFL players to fight NFL players. I see nothing wrong with that.
3: Man, that I mean, come on, man. All it is is a comedy show. That's all it is. They might as well put Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy and them boys up there on stage <laughs> for us to get a laugh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I woke up. Matter of fact, I didn't even know this was happening. It was so much going on, on Saturday night with the college games of UFC 279, which we're getting ready to touch on. But the first thing I do, I wake up, I'm seeing... Adrian Peterson, my boy, getting molly walked by Labian Bell. I said, this is what it's come to? Thanks a lot to the Paul brothers, Jake and Logan Paul. Thank y'all for inspiring a nation. Because that's what it looked like. All right, yeah. Yeah, shout out AP, Labian, Nick Young, and the dude who made Nick Young fall out the rank without even hitting him with a punch. <laughs> Y'all go go look at it on YouTube. Y'all to see exactly what we talking about. All right, Black UFC 279. What was and what was it, my boy? Now on last week's show, we came in and we were thinking we were gonna get Shemaev versus Nate Diaz, but we didn't get that. So let me run this course really fast. Shemaev missed weight badly by nine, eight or nine pounds. Doing weigh-ins on that Friday. When that happens on the main event card, you cannot headline. It's kind of an unwritten rule, or a a, a, a something where you just can't be honored in this way to fight one of the legends of this um uh of this generation, so to speak, MMA and Nathan Diaz. So the day before that, there was an altercation in the back. All right, a semi-altercation, a lot of ruckus going on between Holland. Um, Shemaev, Nate Diaz, Tony Ferguson. It was just a lot of back and forth. Dana canceled the press conference. Shemaev missed his weight the next day, and now everything was rearranged. So the co main event was now Shemaev versus Holland, where Shemaev and Holland got into it backstage that Thursday. Follow me here. Shemaev kicked Holland in the chest. He did a flying kick, according to Ariel Hawani, kicked him in the chest, and they now have beef. Nathan would just kind of participate and so was Tony. Dana flipped everything around. We had two legends in the main event, which ultimately I, I I appreciated that. Tony Ferguson versus uh Nate Diaz, and then you had Holland versus Shemaev. Henceforth, your new UFC 279 uh pay-per-view the night before. That's what happened. Mm. So, Black main event, Nate gets the win in a wild, entertaining fight. Fourth round chokes out Tony Ferguson. And gets that win, and Nate just being Nate Black. What did you think about Nate Diaz versus Tony Ferguson?
2: I actually enjoyed it. It was it was a better main event than uh, what we would have got because probably would have got I a agree. slaughterhouse, I you know, in, in, in in the main event with Shamaez and Nate. But we was able to see two legends in the ring in the main event. Five rounds. Uh, good to see Nate. Always see him. Good to go uh, go out on top. You know. Shout out to him. Uh, Shamaez and uh, Holland. Those guys, man, that's crazy. And, and, and Rumblings were, at at the time, they they knew that Shamas wasn't going to make weight. Yeah, they knew before. Because doctors had informed him the day before. Yeah, they, yeah. Weigh-ins that he need to try to stop cutting weight. Yeah. So, this was something already in the works. And Rumblings was that everything that happened in the back with him and Holland, that was something to boost up because they knew the fight was going to be changed around. Now the one person that wasn't cool with that was Nate Diaz. Correct. You know Nate Diaz wanted to fight Chamaya and and um that didn't happen. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess they had a, a little altercation with uh with the Diaz boys, you know his his, his crew, Nick. you no. know, you know his crew don't play around them Diaz boys. They bought that smoke for mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess they got into it as well, but man um I like the way that they flip flipped the card, D. I know it was certain stuff going on. But I think it actually ended up being a better card than what the previous card would have been, because I like the matchups that they put together. So um man, what what can I say, man? We I'm gonna miss Nate. I'm just wanna, you know, Nate. He'll be back. He he I know he'll be back at some point, but he's He's going to be gone for a while. He's always taking a long time off anyway, but yeah, be definitely good to see him get it in the win column when he hadn't won since he beat Conor, McGre- Conor McGregor. McGregor. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely shout out to Nate. Shout out to uh, everybody who flipped and just showed up and put on a good performance in, in the switcheroo mm-hmm. for the UFC card. Yeah, that's why you got to love the UFC. That's why I got a little UFC because of exactly stuff
3: like this. Now, I do believe that there was more uh, information than Dana and the UFC mm. was letting on, and, and, and you know what? Rightfully so. They can't just come out raw and say, hey, this is what's happening. They can't do that. This is the entertainment business as well. Mm. So a lot of rumors are going around that Shamayev and Nate, they kind of already knew that the fight was not going to happen and they were asked to keep it hush. Therefore Dana Canceled the press conference He didn't cancel The press conference Because of the scuffle In the back Mm -hmm. He canceled the press conference Because of They needed time They needed time To make moves Because you remember When Conor McGregor Was wilding out backstage Looking for Khabib And he threw that rail Onto the bus Mm -hmm. With the rolls And all them on the bus Like The press conference Still went on Like everything went on So Good job for the UFC For doing their thing But shout out Nate Diaz Nathan Diaz A legend in this sport Look I would like to see Nate back a little bit quicker because hear me out. The welterweight division is going to be getting sorted out with a couple of fights here. And even though Shemaev didn't get that opportunity, which I feel like he didn't deserve after missing weight. He a problem. He a real problem. And I feel he could win the title today. He can win the title. His ground game is vicious. His energy, you can't prepare for. He reminds me a lot just with his energy of McGregor, of Anderson Silva. Because when you get in the cage, he's starting to develop an aura. Like, you have to be prepared for that. And it's going to take a sound, skilled mind, like a Kamar Usman, who can block that out and probably beat a Shemayev. I don't, even Kobe Covington, these guys, I think these guys are in trouble. I think these guys are in trouble. And the fight to make next is
2: Shemayev and Covington. That's the fight to make next. Me, honestly, D, real quick, I, I think he's outgrown uh, 170. I don't think he can make it. I don't think, if, if doctors are telling you kids, you're killing yourself trying to get to 170, even though Shamav looked like he was ripping in shape, he is it's a problem for him to make one cent. He's cutting so much weight. He is. He's cutting a but whole he's too lot small of weight. For 185. You know, actually he actually he's not. He's fought at 185 already. He fought in the pandemic at 185. Yep. And and look great doing it. Yeah. So
3: yeah but when it's, you it's, get it's up and
2: the, face Robert Whitaker and out of science, these boys yeah, are
3: bigger than him.
2: But he's a naturally bigger dude that cuts a lot of weight, Need to get to one cent. I don't say that. But but there's a reason why he fights to welterweight. Yeah, I understand. There's that. a reason why yeah, because if he felt like why. he can make middleweight, he'd be a middleweight. Yeah, but that's why he said he want to. He, he he can fight at both. He feel comfortable at both. Okay. And I believe in him. And like you said, D, with that energy and that oar and how vicious he is on that ground, I don't think it, it's it's safe for nobody at 185 or 70 for this guy. Okay. But I I would love to see the fights that you putting out there mm-hmm. with Usman or Shamaiz even even um what's What's the guy who's the champion for now? You know, what's Leon. his name? Leon. I want. I want to see him fight these guys. But the thing is, the can he make it? He missed it by nine pounds. Mm-hmm. Nine. That's a lot. We have now we might have seen, seen somebody that. be a pound over, uh, half a pound or something like that. Yeah, never seen that. But that's a lot of weight that he didn't cut. And if Dr. bro, you, you just can't cut no more because mm-hmm. you're killing yourself. Something's wrong with that. I think he's outgrown that division, and he's got to go to 85
3: and see what he could do there. It's going to be tough because there's a lot of money for him at the welterweight division with these fights. It's a lot, mm-hmm. and it's going to be real interesting to see what he does. I don't think he leaves welterweight. There's still some things on the table. I think Dana, after this, is going to say to himself... I know this kid can't stay at World There's fights that need to be made. The Covington fight will be blockbuster. An Usman fight will be blockbuster. Leon Edwards, if he's facing him for the title, if Leon can beat Usman a second time, those are blockbuster fights, and Dana gonna cash in on those. I think he has maybe two fights left at the World division mm-hmm. before he has to move up to 185. Now, I don't know if he was dealing with some type of injury that led to him not making way because you know that'll play a part if you're hurt. If you can't make the one eighty five. But he looked in shape. (laughs) He looked pretty good and just absolutely destroyed Holland. Yeah. And Holland's a good fighter. He is, and he destroyed him. So it's going to be uh, very
2: interesting to see. I think, and I think the last thing I think that what he needs to do, Shemai's making a name for himself. He's getting the money. He's getting the recognition. It's time for if he want to make that way, he need to go in to get him a chef, a nutritionist. Oh yeah, need to add that to his camp. Of course, of course, that's what guys that start getting to the top. That's what they start doing. Of course, so he needs to start changing a few things in his camp. They can help him out where well, them weight cups won't be so hard. You're trying to count, cut all that weight and uh, a day and two before time to weigh in, and that's not the way you should be doing it,
3: dude. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. So you, UFC 279 was a lot, a lot of things going on. But ultimately, we got some pretty good fights. The pay-per-view ended up being a success, and that's why you got to love the UFC. That's why you got to love the UFC, man. It was really, really good uh to see everything come together. Alright, enough of all that. We have a lot of football that we have to get into and let's go ahead and do exactly that. Hey this can do some All right, Black, even though our beloved and undefeated Florida State (laughs) Seminoles did not play a game this weekend, that is the anthem for the college football season. I said I'm gonna stay true, and that is as true as it gets for your boy. No matter what, we're going guard and goal, even though them trolls is looking all right out there, my boy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're gonna talk about the talk about the talk, talk about them here shortly in a second. All right, black, let's go ahead and jump off right into the top of this thing. Number one, Alabama traveled all the way to Texas. And anybody who could talk was saying Alabama plus 20, 21 and a half Mm -hmm. was the line. Anybody who would listen, but I'm glad that I listened to my gut and took Texas plus 21 and a half on my ticket. I did not win my ticket, but I won that bet. Black, the Longhorns, Steve Sarkeesian, that group of kids fought. Showed heart and toughness against a machine mm-hmm. that's out there in Tuscaloosa. What are your
2: thoughts on Alabama surviving the Texas Longhorns? Well, I think Alabama's very lucky their quarterback got hurt because I really feel like uh, Texas was prime man. If they would have had their uh, signal call in there, he didn't have that shoulder injury from him getting landed on and. Should have been a personal foul on to see how a flag didn't get called on yeah, that play. Yeah, I agree. You know, but it was some uh really good game, really good game, great game. Um, I was, do you know the one thing that really impressed me about that game? Texas defense. Yeah, they played sound football. That defensively. secondary. You know that the secondary played really well. I know they came up short. They left. They they just left the kid who wanted a little bit more. You know yeah. too much time, so yeah. and, he and, then, it. and then the poise of the kid is is we was talking Remarkable. about it. In man, the poise, man, that's gonna that right there alone gonna get him drafted because it's poise and how he react in certain situations, man. I mean, it's top notch, man. And to see uh, Alabama look the way they look, D, it's, it's some some holes there, it's some holes there. I think um, they got a few things they need to tighten up Tighten up on. I don't think uh, Alabama is this machine that everybody thinks they're going to be this year. Because, don't get me wrong, Texas is a good team. They're well coached, but they're not the SEC. When you have to deal with Georgia and you have to deal with some of these teams in the SEC, you got to be prepared. You have to be prepared. Um v- Excited, really excited about the game. I thought it was going to be a whitewash myself, so I definitely was wrong. If I was a bet man, I would have lost that bet because I thought Bama was going to put it on them. But um, definitely was uh, very, very entertained by the game that we got on Saturday, D.
3: I was not surprised. And here's the thing because I don't get we're spoiled by the Alabama's performances mm-hmm. week in and week out. Alabama? they also too can go through a dogfight. I thought Alabama showed as much toughness and poise and sound coaching and and leadership just as well as the Longhorns did. Like this is an inner conference game. Like, they flew out to Austin. Those kids never been. This is an out-of-body experience for everybody for the Tide. Mm -hmm. And we've been spoiled about their dominance. We've been spoiled by Nick Saban. So, the first thing a lot of people want to run to is, oh, they might not be as dominant as we thought. I disagree. The athleticism for the Longhorns matched the Crimson Tide. Shout out to Sharkeesian for the recruiting that they've done. They've done a fantastic job on the recruiting trail. You've seen the speed, the physicality. You've seen the coaching. and Sarkeesian set up under Saban. He was primed for this. He's been priming for this game for a year. He's been ready for this moment, and his kids responded. I want to shout out Bryce Young in Alabama. You got to love when the chips are all on the table, and it looks like down goes number one is coming. That kid there said not today, mm-hmm. and he proved it. That was a miraculous play for him to get out that pocket and get that first down and set up his team for victory, poise, heart, determination. I have kudos for the Crimson Tide with my run of it. Texas gave them everything they could handle, and the number one team in the nation is always due for a dogfight, all out when they went to Gainesville last year. Mm-hmm. Emory Jones and the Florida Gators Was waiting on the freshman Bryce Young And the number one ranked tied. And it was a barn fight But Alabama pulled through That's what champions are made out of So when they go on through the rest of the season And blow everybody else out You can always go back to this game Before they make it to the national title game And say you know what When they get thick for real These boys are ready to go Shout out to the Longhorns Very impressive fight But Alabama they did what Alabama do, whether it was 50 or whether it was by one. They won. <laughs> they <laughs> they won. They won. All right, Black, let's head on down to the swamp, my boy. The then number 12th-ranked Florida Gators were down by the 20th-ranked Kentucky Wildcats. Now, this was the game that blew my ticket. This was the game that blew my ticket. I had a seven-pick parlay, and I was 6-0, and oh and I thought I had it in the bag. But, oh, no, the Florida Gators let me down, my boy. Black, the Gators go down to the Wildcats yet again. Mark Stoops is just building a resume by beating the Florida Gators he becomes the winningest head coach in Kentucky history on the Gators' dime, twenty-six to sixteen. Black, are the Gators overhyped after that Utah win, or are the Kentucky Wildcats just not
2: getting that credit? Um, I think the I believe the Wildcats are really they have a really good team, and the fact that they were able to beat the Gators. Without their best running back on the field You couldn't mm. even really tell, could you? You could not Because they, they were running the ball very well you could not. And not to have him and be able to pull that win out uh, That was huge for them And like you say, Mark Stoops is building something at Kentucky, man Y'all gotta remember, this is two years in a row Now he's won three out of the last four, four? against the Gators against I believe the so, I believe so, so Maybe I, I five, did, yeah, this is becoming a trend, looks like to me. So, mm. um, man, a uh, hell of a hell of a game call for the Kentucky Wildcats. I was expecting the Gators to find a way to pull this out, but they got some questions that need to be answered. Uh, Ar, he's, I like the kid still, but um, Kentucky showed what what he cannot do. Kentucky knew, and 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 we seen we were able to see an interview where a kid was telling them we know he can run it all day. Mm-hmm. So you are gonna scheme for that? Mm-hmm. You gonna you gonna keep a linebacker in the safety That's gonna keep an eye on him and not let him get out the pocket yeah, four and, yards run and and do what he wants to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The way you're gonna have to beat me, kid, is with your arm. Have to and that's you. always been the question about him was the arm talent. And we seen throws that he couldn't make in this game. D. Yeah, so true. if it's an Achilles' Hills for the Florida Gators, that will be it. Now, teams like USF, who they finna play on Saturday coming, they'll probably smoke him. he probably have 100 yards rushing. But when you get into the the nitty-gritty in this SEC, you're not going to be able to do it with your legs. So Napier and them guys got to figure out a way to have this guy prepared to let him know, now look, you running the ball, it probably ain't going to be there. So you got to make plays with your arm. Mm And that's not what we're seeing from him. That's the... Real reason they lost this game. And you cannot turn the ball over Mm -mm. against... You cannot turn the ball over against a a good SEC team in in Kentucky. It's a division game. Mm -hmm. And that's what they did. They turned the ball over... um, Will Levis, shout out to him. He he didn't shout look out the Will best. Levy, man. He didn't look the best, but when it counted, he made him he pay. He came through. He, he made, made him, him pay. pay. So shout out to Kentucky on the big win. I think this sets the Gators back a little bit because that schedule after USF, you got to go to Knoxville and then you you know what time it is after that. The boys come so, calling. Uh, I think they need to write this ship and see what they can do he, getting ready to head into Knoxville in two weeks. I think this was a major loss for Florida. This is a major loss. I thought that they could not afford
3: to lose this game. They needed to build momentum getting ready to get here to Jacksonville. Can't skip over the balls because they waiting. Mm-hmm. 100,000 up there in Tennessee. Back to the Kentucky game. I still like Anthony Richardson. I think with experience and I think with time, he will be a legit threat. Everything that they say about him physically, his attributes, everything that he has, yes, I co-signed it. But it was very worrisome to see that he could not pass that football Mm -hmm. in situations that they needed some downward passing. It was very, very concerning. This also puts me in a position that Florida is going to have a lot of games like this this year. If Anthony Richardson... Coach Napier can't find a way to tool something together To get him in a position to do what he does well Because when you face these SEC SEC teams We know the talent is through the roof there But when you gotta come to Jacksonville And you gotta face them dogs You are not doing nothing Kentucky held you to four yards rushing You threw two picks against Kentucky What in God's green earth do you think them boys from Athens gonna do (laughs) (laughs) Then when you get up to Tennessee That could be another loss waiting for them I just think Florida has to retool Take this USF game coming up, South Florida. Try to get some things done and get you a W. And then the balls come calling. I think Florida lost a lot of momentum. They needed this win just for their psyche, just for the kids who were there last year and lost at Kentucky. If you're a sophomore on the Gator team, you're on tour against Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That's not a good feeling, I'm sure. So Napier and the Gators got a lot of work to do. Mark Stoops, he stayed put. He could have been a head coach at Oklahoma. Florida State. Florida State. He could have been a head coach at a couple of key spots, but he stayed put because he believes what's going on out there in Lexington, Kentucky. And they are just doing what they've been doing on the stoops, and that's something to be said. He might not have the best athletes there, but they are well coached. Mm -hmm. Hard-nosed. You're not going to punk them. And that kid who did that interview— and said, we know what he going to do. We know what it about. <laughs> and what he ain't going to do to us, shout out to you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Because exactly what you said, they use it as material all over the country. hmm And at the end of the day, you beat the number 12 Gators <clears throat> by 10 in Gainesville at night. When just a week ago, that thing was rocking.
2: Mm-hmm. When
3: them boys from Utah was down there. So, shout out Kentucky on a massive win. It's going to be very, very interesting to see what the Gators do going forward. Shout out to Say It. Alright, um... <laughs> Black! I hate this. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish are 0 and 2 There go my son and friends. Add it again. <laughs> the 0-2 Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Talk about your luck for Coach James Freeman. Marshall... At home, knocks off the Irish. Black, what are you seeing here with Notre Dame? A a close loss against Marshall. Was it a hangover from the Ohio State situation? Or is Notre Dame just not that good this year?
2: Hey, I don't know, but but hey, shout out to the Thunder and Herd. We (laughs) are. We are. We are Marshall. Man. Hey, look, man. Great win. Let me tell you something. I hate this for I hate this for uh Freeman. Freeman, man. I really do. But Freeman, you gotta see what you gotta see what else you got at quarterback, man. This is what cost them this game. Quarterback play <laughs> is not elite and where it needs to be. And we know in college football, D, the one main thing that you gotta have is elite quarterback play. Or mm-hmm. uh, games like this are gonna happen. Mm-hmm. We seen it in an Ohio State game, how they jumped out. They weren't able to make plays in the second half. You know why? Quarterback play. Yeah. We ain't gonna let you run the ball. Your, you gonna, your quarterback has to make plays. Yeah. And that's what cost him in this game. I feel it sucks for Freeman, man, to have to go through this. It does. We already know what he's up against we and what it could be if we he do. don't write this ship. We know. We might see this man gone after a year. Yeah. Cause that's just how things go, especially there. Especially there. Cause <laughs> they ain't playing no radio. Oh no. <laughs> and man, I just hope that he can find a way to right this ship. Yeah, I think he need to see what else he got at that quarterback in that quarterback room. Yeah, to kind of figure some things out because what he's putting at putting behind center is not working for d working for them d and it's costing them football games. Tough loss for the Irish man. I hate to see it for Freeman. They
3: go down to Marshall, but shout out to the Thunder and Heard man. They got the W, big time win for that program. But Freeman. Like you said, you can tell the agony of the offense. The defense is on the field all game. Mm-hmm. You, They got talent on the defensive side of the ball, and he is. Uh, he prioritizes defense. But, man, this kid, Mr. Uh, Bouchner, <laughs> 18 for 32, 200 in the air, two interceptions, and one, and uh, he was sacked once. This is God awful. Mm-hmm. Where is the offense coming from? It ain't coming from nowhere. Your, your, your NFL tight end, he had 13 uh targets, eight catches, 103 yards. He your first round pick. He the only thing you got out there, and they tripling him. As soon crazy. as he come out the gate. It ain't gonna get no easier for the Irish. I know. This thing right here really picks up for the Irish. I'm looking at this upcoming schedule, man. You got you, you got Cal coming up next Saturday at 2.30. Can you win that? Then you got the fighting, you go to the Fight Mac Browns, you get a bye-week, you got BYU, Stanford, you get UNLB, Syracuse, and then you go on a decent run where you got Clemson, Navy, Boston College, and you close out the year against them boys out there in Los Angeles. <laughs> so it's gonna be real interesting to see if Freeman can get these guys together and um try to try to do something with this season. Top five team to start the season. Yeah. This past Saturday, were top 10 team. They're out of the top 25. It's a tough look for them right now. We'll see what they got coming up. Black, in my opinion, probably the game of the weekend.
2: And one of my playoff picks gone.
3: Notre Dame. Yeah, <laughs> Notre Dame. Yeah, they definitely gone, my boy. <laughs> Before we get to the game of the weekend, Black, Jimbo going Jimbo, right? Jimbo is going to Jimbo. And this is another game I had on my ticket, my boy. I took Appalachian State to cover. And they ended up winning. That's another bet I won on my ticket. Black, what is going on out here in Texas? AM, Jimbo Fisher, number six in the country, goes down 17 to 14 to Appalachian State. Black, is this a problem or is this just one of those Jimbo games?
2: I don't know, man. Jimbo didn't lose games like this at Florida State. Not like this. Not like this. You no. know, it's 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 crazy. But I, I want to tell you something. I want to know if you didn't if you knew this or not. Jimbo's overall record at A and M is thirty five and fifteen right now. Mm. Kevin Summerlin, before he got fired, you know what his record was? D thirty five and thirteen when he got fired. Mm-hmm. So we're prioritizing Jimbo Fisher over a coach who had a better winning record than Jimbo Fisher, right? Mm. Jimbo won a natty at Florida State D. I just yeah. really think Jimbo Fisher is really up against it. Do you see what Jimbo Fit where Jimbo Fisher is at? Do you see what Jimbo Fisher, how he's coaching, how he recruits? Teams know this going into it. Oh, you're gonna have the you're gonna have the best athletes, the best of the best, the five stars, the four stars, top class, this, top class, that. But when it comes to game day, you're not showing up. These guys, you ain't got these guys ready to go. Now, you got a quarterback on the center that you need to re- uh, reevaluate. What were we doing in camp? What were we doing in camp? Ain't that your time to reevaluate what you got in camp before the season starts? Same thing for Notre Dame. You have to you have to put your team in the best positions to win, and Jimbo is not doing that. Same thing with him. Quarterback Boy, play. What? Be, what did you do in camp? You got Miami coming to call in. And if you let them brothers come up down from down south, come up, come to Texas, and get them a dub, but you're gonna really be on it. Cause let me tell you one thing, one thing, just like Notre Dame, you know who ain't gonna stand for it? The more people up there at AM, Mm-mm. the military people up there at AM, they ain't gonna stand for it either.
3: They gave you 100 million, Jimbo. This
2: year was supposed to be the year you get in the playoffs. That's a fact. That's a fact. All your recruiting success and everything you've had over your career at Florida State, now Texas A&M, it was supposed to pay off for you this year. But now all of a sudden, shoot, But it look like you're done. You take one more, oh, you you might basically be done now. a lost to Appalachian State, but if Miami come in that thing Saturday and take care of business, oh, it's done for you. This is very. If it was one game that was very disappointing, to CD, it was this one.
3: Yeah, I agree.
2: It was this one, Appalachian State, and you got to know, because these boys was this close from getting North Carolina, and they lost that thing. And you know they were, they knew that they was going up against teams. Still hungry. Still hungry, and they got AM. a better team than North Carolina. They got them. And they got them. Shout out to Appalachian State. The Mountaineers. Jimbo, you better get some things fixed, or you going to be on the hot seat soon. D... They gotta they gotta write this ship and see what's going on because when Miami coming up that thing ain't gonna be nice. Miami comes to town next Saturday
3: followed by the Arkansas Razorbacks. Then they're on the road for three straight: Mississippi State, Alabama, and South Carolina. Mm-hmm. They return home against a fighting, scrappy Ole Miss team. Then you got the Gators, the Auburn Tigers, and LSU to round out <laughs> the season. <laughs> this thing could be a complete disaster for AM this year. Yeah, that
2: thing probably could get to about four or five losses. Because the
3: hurricane's coming in there. Yeah, they So if they had any if they didn't have any confidence before, they definitely got they it now. They definitely high. got it now because they seen the Mountaineers go in there and <laughs> whack some. In front of hundred thousand. So Van Dyke and them boys, they coming out there. <laughs> Crystal and them boys, you know they're using it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's very interesting. Jimbo Fisher has all the talent black youth told the story well. But it's the age-old thing with Jimbo. You get out there to the SEC. You're in the SEC West. You can't get out of your own way. Mm. And then you also can't get over the hump. That's a bad combo.
2: And the grass ain't always green on the other side. the boy, you easy. had the world in the ACC. And you chose to go there. You took the money and ran. you was
3: going to do it. You took
2: the money and ran.
3: And now it's real for you. Very interesting to see what AM do. But I do agree with you. This was the worst loss of the weekend, I scratched my head when I saw the score go final and said, Huh? <laughs> huh? So you mean you ruined this prime time matchup because you want to walk in at 1-1? One and one? Now we can't get an undefeated potential top 12, top 13 matchup because you want to lose to the mountaineers? <laughs> well, like my boy said, say, Jimbo go Jimbo. He going Jimbo. <laughs> he going to beat Jimbo. Jimbo go Jimbo, and he did it. <laughs> This Saturday, Black Proud of the game of the weekend. My God, shout out to the Pittsburgh Panthers and the Tennessee Man, Volunteers. Man, boy, look, we, call, you call, we called it, too. We you talking it. about a hell of a game, overtime thriller. The Vols hang on. That Pittsburgh Panthers team, they tough. They are. That is a very good football team up there. But Tennessee survives. Big win for Josh Heupel and the Vols. Started for the 27 in overtime. Black, what was your takeaway from this? Tennessee has been flirting around, flirting around to make their claim to say that we are back.
2: Black are the Vols back? This is the one thing for me out I there. I, I believe that they're, they're on their way. I ain't going to say they're fully back, but they're on their way. They still got some work to do. But the one thing that really stands out and resonates with me with Tennessee, bro, when they got down, they responded. They did. Old Tennessee, if they were down, they weren't coming back. They was tucking it. Man, let's go in the locker room, man, and get ready for the next one. Mm-hmm. These boys fought. They got down early in this game. They were down 14-0 at a point and responded. Looked like it was going to be a rout. Yeah, and they was able to respond. What Josh Heupel is doing at Tennessee, I love to see it. Mm-hmm. I love to see what he's doing. He has a real one at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And these two wide outs that boy number four, I don't even I don't even know their name. The number uh I think one of them named uh Hickman or whatever number four is and the other receiver, mm-hmm. them boys bought that. Yeah. Them boys bought that business. Yo, Tillman and Hyatt. And, yeah, Tillman and Hyatt. Hi- yeah Them guys can play some ball. Mm-hmm. And man, I love what Tennessee's doing. I love, I love what Josh Hyper got these got these guys at. Like I said, big game coming up in two weeks against Florida. Then you got to know that thing gonna be rocking in Knoxville? Hundred thousand, baby. You got to know. And then they need a, they haven't beat Florida. They need a statement against Florida. They need it. I want to see how they look against Florida. I want to see how they look against the elite. Not the Sam Pitt Pitt, not because Pitt is a really good team. The ACC a, and champion. A, and to go there on the road and get that win, that was a big was deal. Big. D, but I want to see how we gonna look. How we gonna respond to this SEC play? Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's gonna tell the tale
3: for me. Big win for Josh Heupel, man. Hooker was sensational for him late uh, in the in the third quarter, the fourth quarter, especially in the overtime. Sound plays, great play calling for the Vols. They kept their poise, but Pittsburgh was fighting. Pittsburgh had the lead, they let them come back, but Pittsburgh hung tough themselves. The defending ACC champion, just the best game of the weekend for me, rivaling that Baylor and that uh Baylor uh, that Baylor and that BYU game. But listen, Pittsburgh's going to be around, but like you said, Pittsburgh's going to go on the green and passers. Tennessee is now entering the SEC play after they take care of Akron or whoever they play this weekend. Then the Gators come calling. The Gators come calling. What can they do? Can they match up against Georgia late in the year? Can they handle LSU? Can they handle Kentucky? Can they prime prime themselves to be in position to make a run to the SEC uh, championship game? I think they can. Florida's beatable. Kentucky is a tough football team, but I can see Tennessee beating them. We're going to find out. Mm-hmm. That's why you play the games. Big win for Tennessee. Moving up in the rankings. Happy for Josh Hypo. Hooker was sensational late in that game. Best game of the weekend uh, for me was Tennessee versus Pittsburgh. Tennessee getting a win, 34-27. to All right, my boy. We got to talk about these trojans from USC, man. <laughs> now, listen here. I told y'all. On the college preview show You can go fact check What I was talking to y'all boys about They got my son's friends at it again I'm disconnecting all the phones in the house My boy My boy USC Handling that business Going out there to the farm My boy Mm -hmm. 41 to 28 At one point this thing was looking like a doozy (laughs) (laughs) Caleb Williams and the Trojans They went out there and handled business Caleb Williams listen to these numbers 20 for 27, 341 in the air, four tubs, no turnovers. Running that route, my boy T. Die? Huh. 14 carries, 105 on the ground, tub, 27 breakout run. That's as long as the game. The receivers are in sync. The defense for the Trojans came up tight. Black! I said the Trojans was going to win the Pac 12. And I also said the Trojans was going to make the playoffs. Black, are you starting to
2: feel that Lincoln Riley. Just got the juice, my boy. Well, he might have a little something shaking over there. Okay. you know We're going to see, though. We're going to see because USC good for dropping one, bro. Deacon Riley ain't been that old. Yeah, hey, well, we're going to see. We're going to see in this Pac-12. But nice win. Nice win to open a Pac-12 play. This was a good win. The, the one thing that stood out to me, though, Dean, you didn't say when you were going through these numbers, Addison had eight targets, seven receptions, mm-hmm. 172. Mm-hmm. I'm... This kid He's amazing. He I I he I feel like he could have went anywhere and, and still been putting up this type of okay. these type of numbers. Okay. And I don't get me wrong, Caleb played he he played with Pickett last year and now he got Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. This kid is just awesome. He he has a way of finding the football. He's very good. He's very good, man. And this gonna play if he can keep doing what he's doing and Caleb Williams. This go, it's going it's gonna really be a problem. I'm gonna to have to get on board with you about this, but I still wanna see okay. the ground of the season, see how they get in past. See, when they get a team like Utah or mm-hmm. somebody like that, I wanna see what how they're gonna respond. Cause that's gonna be that's gonna be the game to tell the tale. It's gonna be them in Utah. Mm-hmm. And um I can't wait to see it, but I love what I'm seeing from them. It looked like Oklahoma all over again. And up in the Pac-12 with Lincoln Riley and them boys. But big win for them uh, going to the farm. A team who beat them last year in in L.A. And was able to come to, uh, to the farm and get a big win.
3: They're poised to go on a run here. They got a Frenzo State. Could be a trap game. It's at home, but it's 10-30. this Saturday night. Oregon State, Arizona State, Washington State. And then October the 15th, they go to Utah. Mm, they go the to Utah one. and then they have a bye week after that. After the Utah game, it's fair to say that they could ride this thing out till they get to the Notre Dame game, depending on what Freeman and the Irish become mm-hmm. before we get there. So I like USC's chances. I got them winning the Pac 12, and I have them making the college football playoff. It'll be, you know, it's yet to be seen. Caleb Williams to Addison, die running the rock. They clicking on all cylinders. That defense getting turnovers. Leak and Riley just might got that juice. He just might have that sauce, but we'll see what's going on. All right, Blake, we had a lot of, a lot of games that took place this weekend. Um, In the AP Top 25, we're going to go over a couple more scores, and then we're going to move on to the dog game of the week. I know y'all missed that segment, man, and we're back with it. BYU and Baylor had a slobber knocker out there in Wyoming, my boy. Baylor falling 20-26. to BYU gets their get-back. From last year after Baylor absolutely ran them out of the stadium. Double overtime
2: win. Black, what are your thoughts? Quickly, BYU getting a big win over the Big 12 champion. Yeah, yeah, man. Beat my Bell Bells, man. That kind of sucked for me, but it's cool. <laughs> It's good to see BYU, man, uh, return win. the favor, get a big win. And this put them up in the rankings as well. They mm-hmm. moving up. Could BYU be that team this year? We'll see. That kind of makes some noise. We'll see. They got a big win on their resume against a big 12 team. So we'll see. They still got some games coming up. Excited to see how the Cougars uh, keep going on and move on with the season.
3: Michigan rolls 56-10 over Hawaii. Houston falls a number 25-ranked team in the nation to Texas Tech, 33-30. to uh, 30. Oklahoma State keeps it rolling. 34-17 over Arizona State. Mississippi 59-3 over Central Arkansas. Oklahoma keeps it rolling. 33-3 over Kent State. Michigan State, the 40-man 52-0 over Akron. Wisconsin falling to Washington State. I also had that game on my ticket. How about your Cougars? <laughs> How about your Cougars? I didn't win my ticket thanks to Florida, but uh, Washington State gets the win. Georgia rolls over Stanford. Nothing to see there. Clemson, 35-12 over Furman. Utah, 73-7. Taking out that frustration on Mm. Southern Utah. uh, That first home game of the year. NC State rolls 55-3. Arkansas, 44-30 over South Carolina. Ohio State rolls over Arkansas State. Wake Forest handled that business Going down to Vanderbilt 45 to 25 And the Canes of Miami Taking on rebound High School 30 to 7 Uh, Shout out Southern Miss Because they're basically rebound High <coughs>
1: That's
3: what they are That Canes 2 and 0 Getting ready to head to College Station Alright Black We are back with our segment Shout out to my guy Cedric Farr we are, Black don't even know this is going down we are bringing back the dog game of the week. Said has since uh, a voice no end. We're gonna be doing this each and every week. This is one of my favorite sections. Last season, your boy D won the dog game,
1: of
3: the week. my boy. So let's go ahead and get into it, man. We're gonna get my boy Said up here, man, and we're gonna uh, see what games he selected for me and Black to choose. And then we will go from there as soon as I can find the clip. This is what you do in podcasting when you're not prepared. And you're just rambling until you find your voice note app, which I still have not found. So keep rocking with us here at the sports. Where is that thing? Oh, here it is right here. All right. Here we go. Dog game of the week.
1: D. Black. Sports desk. What's good that your boy said with the picks of the week for college? First game, we got the battle of the unranked teams on Friday night. We got FSU taking a trip all the way out to Louisville. I got FSU winning that one. Second, all right, Black Florida State and Louisville Friday
3: night. We already know what we're rocking, mm. my boy. Florida State down the hill. Next
1: up, yeah, we got Miami taking a trip all the way to Texas AM. Mm-hmm. I think Texas AM bounce back and okay. get a win, so I got Texas in that one.
3: All right, said has Texas AM knocking off the canes. Black, what are you feeling? Canes, Aggies, this Saturday night, 9 o'clock ESPN, who wins?
2: think it'll be a really good game, D. It's going to be it's gonna be rocking in there, man. But I believe the Hurricanes going to go get them a win. I think Jimbo and them got some real, some real issues at that quarterback position. And if it can't get figured out this week, it's going to be the same thing. Repeat of what we've seen Saturday.
3: I'm with you. I'm going <laughs> to roll with you, man. I'm going to take the Hurricanes and knock off the Aggies as well. Don't let me down. Because you're going to hear about it on the very
1: next episode. I'm taking Miami to knock off Texas A&M. Third game, we got Penn State taking a trip to Auburn. I'm going to go with Penn State to get that one on the road. Mm. Fourth game. Black, Penn State, the Nittany Lions traveling
3: down to Auburn. Black, that was a great game last year at Pennsylvania. Black, who wins, Nittany Lions or the Tigers? Haven't seen a lot of Auburn.
2: But Have not. Did, but we did get to see Penn State We, we did. Won. We did. Didn't look the best. They did not. But you got to think coming to SEC country, this could be some problems. I'm going to take Auburn to win this by a field goal.
3: I'm also going to take Auburn to knock off Penn State in a very close game. James Franklin is a great coach. I'm also going to take Auburn.
1: Next up. We got BYU and Oregon. Mm. Uh, I've seen Bo Knicks, <laughs> so therefore, I'm taking BYU. Black, the Ducks, the Cougars. Do the Ducks
3: redeem after a devastating embarrassing loss versus the Dogs week one.
2: Oh man, give me Brigham Young University. Yeah. Brigham Young University. me, me man. Cougar me, man. I just I I said just say it very well. I don't believe in Bo Nix. You know, Bo Nix got ran out of Auburn. He don't know what he's doing with his life. Now he lands in Oregon where we're not used to seeing nothing like that at quarterback in Oregon. This not is, like that. This is horrid right here, what's it going is. on. It is. Like you said, D, they, they don't – Auburn, I mean, I mean, Oregon, they look small. They don't look fast. That's the first time you could say that about an Oregon team. In a while. Not being fast and looking small. I don't think they up for the fight. I think the Cougars get another big win on their resume. I'm taking the Cougars to win this by a touchdown, D. Yeah,
3: I'm going to take BYU. I normally would show some love to my Oregon Ducks, but I can't do it, man. They're not a good football team, mm-hmm. and I'm not a believer in Bo Nix. Like, he's never showed me anything. <laughs> I still hurt that – I still hate that Justin Herbert lost to him. That's Justin Herbert lost to him. How did my boy lose? <laughs> but it is what it is. Justin Herbert is in the pros now, and Bo Nix is still in college. <laughs> <laughs> Making his old school look bad. I'm taking BYU to slaughter the Ducks. Next
1: up. For the dog pick of the week or dog game of the week, we got Michigan State traveling out to Washington. Mm. Uh, the odds got, I want to say Washington by like a two-point favorite, but I'm going to take Michigan State to get that one on the road. Uh, can't wait to hear y'all boys' um, picks of the week, and y'all know I'm going undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> Never lost
3: <laughs> Man shout out to my guy Said man for hooking us up with the Pigs Black <laughs> The no <laughs> <game> <laughs> Of the week The fighting Mel Tucker's flying out To Washington to battle The Husky and old Big Ten Pac-12 matchup Black who wins Michigan State or Washington
2: Oh man, <laughs> that's gonna be a. Is it Washington or Washington State? I think it's Washington. It's Washington. Oh okay. Um, I think that's what he said. Oh saying. yeah, it is Washington. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, it's gonna be a good one. Washington been going through a lot the past two years. They're two and zero. Uh, they hadn't played. They played two high schools the first two weeks, and so so has Michigan State. So we're going to see what both of these teams have. But if I had to pick 1D, I think Mel Tucker going to have his guys ready to rock and roll. So I'm going a, I'm to a roll with the Spartans to go up uh, to Seattle and get them a win on Saturday night.
3: Man, I went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. This is an ABC game. This is the night game, 730 kickoff up there in Washington. I love the fighting Mel Tuckers, but they going up there, boy. They going up there in that air. And Washington, and I got to do it. I'm rolling with the Washington (laughs) Huskies to (laughs) knock off Michigan State and the fighting male Tuckers in the dog game
0: of the week.
3: (laughs) Shout out, my guy said, man, for coming through with the picks of the week, man, in the dog game of the week. We're going to be doing this every single week. We'll keep a tally because we know how black be trying to cheat, my boy. So we're going to keep score, and I will look to defend my dog game of the week. Championship, just like I did last year. Now, I'm about to go off on them boys. All right, Black, we're going to wrap up college football. We got some great games coming up next week. But before we get to it, my boy, Scott Frost mm, losing his job before the plane even touched down. Before the plane even touched down. Down. Nebraska in search of yet another head coach I kind of feel bad for Frost what's your thoughts on it
2: oh man look a school like Nebraska and what everything that's going on is they've been losing a lot of football Scott Frost when he was coming out of UCF man he was he want he was one of the hottest coaches in college football and he went to Nebraska to his alum where he played quarterback at and think that he felt like he could turn that thing around but he has he didn't have much success doing that uh at Nebraska uh sucks to see him get fired i think Scott Frost is a good man he's a good head coach but he just didn't have he just didn't have the players he didn't have the quarterback i mean it it sucks that it had to happen to him especially at his alma mara and have to get fired but um, hopefully you know he'll find greenish, greener pressure or somewhere else. But Nebraska, man, they just ain't been Nebraska since I was in high school. So yeah. that tells you a lot how long it's been since we seen them doing any type of winning. But man, um, a bad look for uh for Frost. But I wish him well. I believe he'll get somewhere and land on this land back on his feet, D. If I'm Scott Frost, I'm like hell yeah.
3: Thank you for firing me. <laughs> Dang, but <laughs> yeah, boy, that's, even, that's his even, alum school yeah, now, even, you know though that's your, hurt. even though that's his alum And, he probably, on, and he probably feel bad for getting ready But ain't no talent out there in of Nebraska No one's coming in of Nebraska To play football Of any talent Scott Frost can coach Okay, now it might be a while Before he get another head coaching gig But Scott Frost can coach He'll get a job on the staff next year. Hell, he might be out there in Alabama staff next year getting some ducats from Nick. But if I'm Scott Frost, after I went home and took my hot shower and drank me a couple beers, the light bulb go off in my head. Ting! <laughs> Boy, I'd be like, Boy, I'm so glad. Boy, I ain't in Lincoln no more. Mm. Them boys are pathetic. It's a shame. That they can't get, there. They get out there and league in Nebraska. But y'all the boys ain't spending no bread. Mm. Somebody need to come out and spend some bread. It's ridiculous. The Nebraska, I know coming up. Oof. You ain't even want to play them boys. Aircraft somewhere rolling over in his grave right now. Tommy Frazier somewhere rolling over in his grave right now. Shout out Bubba Doug. <laughs> <laughs> now this thing is nasty. Scott Frost. Don't be sad. Enjoy the rest of the season because they still got to pay them $20 million. Mm. And then when they done with that, go ahead and go highlight Nick or Dabo or somebody like that. Get on up under there and then you'll get you another job next year or the year after that.
2: Whatever. So you got out of there in a good time. Boy, they got Ohio State this weekend. And they going to get
3: out. <coughs> Salute. Ramshack. They got Oklahoma. Oh, yeah.
2: Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma.
3: Oh, same, thing. Oh, same, same thing. Same thing. My bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they going to get in there and tattoo them boys. Alright man, so that's all our weekly wrap up on college football. A lot of great games from last week. We got a lot of great games coming up this week. we would be looking forward to jumping right back at it, man. Time for us to transition now into week one of the National Football League. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Week one of the NFL. And, Black, I don't know about you, man, but week one is always such a great time. I love the opening weekend of the National Football League. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just happy football is back in general, but it's just something about a Sunday. It's something about a Sunday around one o'clock, and the gangs began. Black, let me tell you real quick before we get into the games, man. Black, on one. Uh, device. I had the Panthers and the Browns on one on the big screen. I had the Jags and, and, and the Commanders uh, on my computer. Black. I had the Dolphins and the Patriot and the Patriots. Uh, uh, uh. I had the Ravens and the Jets on my other device. Black. I had
1: five games
3: <laughs> going on at one time. Black. I was elated mm. to be sitting doing absolutely nothing, my boy watching as many games as i could black it was a fun time and i can't wait to do it again black happy nfl year to you my boy
2: how's it feel knowing that nfl is back in action man it feels great i'm happy we got it back so much excitement it's so much excitement it was good to see man all the star players man show out man you got some new new faces in new places i mean you you got new guys doing big things i mean it's just amazing it's it's just a, you can smell football. You know what I'm saying? You can mm-hmm. smell it. You can feel it. And and, and it's amazing to have it back. Uh, don't get me wrong. I wasn't able to sit because I was in the dungeon. You know, <laughs> getting, getting down. But man, when I got home, man, that's all I did. After I thought took me a hot shower. Mm-hmm. I got to sit down, man. And I was on. I had three games going on, my boy. Okay. Not five, okay. three. I had three. <laughs> but man, it was good to watch some NFL football. Ain't nothing yeah. like it.
3: No doubt, man. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. <laughs> Man a hometown Jags man Fall to the Washington Commanders 28 to 22 Man I had the Jags on my ticket money line I took them out right man Because I just had a good feeling Black What are your thoughts man Jags fall What did you see What did you like What didn't you like um, as the Jags start off the season zero and one on the road.
2: Yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty pissed. At okay, first. I was, pretty, I was pretty pissed because I don't know why I do this, this to myself every time around kickoff when you think it's something new and then there's something new there, something better because I seen a few things to say that makes mm-hmm. me know things are better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the Jacksonville Jaguars beat themselves. Yes, they did. They beat themselves, Jack Jacksonville. Had this game in the bag and found a way to lose it. They did. And when you coming from losing ways, you find a way you find ways to lose games. Mm. Mm. And the I don't really believe Washington is a better football team than the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't either. I don't believe Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. I don't either. But when you come from losing so much losing, you just tell yourself you just tell yourself it's gonna happen. Now, I was when we took when I seen my Jaguars beat down in the first half last year in C games. Hey, let's go in and just took this thing up, hit the hit the hit the flight back to Duval. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no more plan, but these boys came out, mm-hmm. got a stop, mm-hmm. took the lead. D,
1: mm-hmm. and not
2: only did they take the lead, they got turnovers.
1: Mm-hmm. When do we
2: ever see the Jaguars get turnovers?
3: Not since Saxonville. Not since I said,
2: man, it's something here. Yeah, for them to respond like they did.
3: Yeah,
2: cause Carson Wentz was out there making plays in the first half. He was throwing that mug when, when he wanted. He definitely wanted. was. And Shaq Griffin. Y- oh my lord! Let me tell. <coughs> Let me tell you something, Rat right
0: Nine. I ain't on you your type of Cal-
2: time, bro. Y'all here in these streets moving how you want to move, bruh. But when boy, it comes to game day, bruh, you, you better tighten up. <laughs> that boy got toasted out there yesterday, bruh. Now I know you messing with that thing from Duval. You better tighten yourself up. Boy, you better what, tell Tokyo t- you, you need to camp. be in the house at a certain time, my boy. is ain't nobody got time for that. Why you was out there getting smoked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: boy,
2: what? What did you do in camp? You want to rep this thing from Florida, man? I'm Florida You ain't playing like it. All these videos you're posting, and you working out where to work at. Oh, man. Terry McLaurin out there eating on you, bro. He ain't done nothing the whole whole game when he was on Tyson Uh, Campbell's side, and you got to be the one.
3: My God.
2: Bro, I just had to get that off the... I feel you. He disgusts me, bro. bro. What did you do in camp? I saw some things here. I'm upset because we... The Jaguars watchers gotta learn how to win again, D. And I hope that Doug Ooh. is the coach that can get that that can get that message to them to them. Yeah, that they can they, they just gotta learn how to win and they need to feel winning again. Yeah, and I love what I seen from uh from Walker, man. This kid is yes, man. Look yes. here, I was shocked. I was like, man, this kid might be. The real deal. I know it's just the first game, but that they have a pick is in the second. Damn, man,
3: that potential is there. You know it's there. there.
2: But it, I noticed one thing with these guys, D. The guys that we got in free agency and the guys that we got from the draft, they come from situations when they winning, bro. Mm-hmm. They winning more than they losing. Mm-hmm. And you got to believe that morale, it, it, it's got to take over at some point. Mm-hmm. I need Trevor to tighten up on a few things, but it's still a work in progress. It's still a work in progress. Everybody want to jump on Trevor. Oh, man, he ain't the one. He ain't this. He ain't that. He overthrowing. He throwing the ball too hard. He need to finish. This thing take time in the league, man, when you got to have the right pieces around you. Yeah. But I was upset about the loss, but it's one game. We get the coach next week. Hopefully we can turn this thing around. At home. Shaq Griffin, you better tighten up, bro. I'm going to be calling you out every week because I ain't got time for the BS, bro. (laughs) Boy, what? what did you Tyson do? Tyson Campbell, Campbell, shout out to you I know shout you, out I you gave up the winning touchdown But shout out to you, bro You showing a lot of improvement Just a few things that that Jaguars did hold They still a young team, bro One of the youngest teams in the league And they learning how to get back to winning ways But I believe it's still some good things there from the Jaguars And I believe we still going to see some winning Starting next week with the coach, D Hey, man The
3: Jaguars took an L But there's a lot of things to look towards I'm going to start off with Trevor Lawrence. First of all, all you bozos out there who was on Twitter yesterday talking about Trevor not it. He ain't the one. He ain't got the goods. What are y'all talking about? This is a second year starter in the worst franchise in the NFL history. (laughs) Do y'all realize what this is? All I see was so much negative and I get the passion. I get it. Did Trevor make some wild throws? Yes. Did Trevor not set his feet some throws? Yes. Did he hold the ball too long a couple of times? Yes. Yes. But Travers, Trevor showed a lot, a lot yesterday that he is growing in his position. You have to be patient here. New head coach, this is this kid's second head coach in two years. Jags fans, you got to be patient because that product that was on the field yesterday, you ain't even seen that in the last three years. You ain't seen that the Jags should have won this game. They should be 1-0. and oh. There's a lot of things To take from this game And I got the echo Black sentiments Boy Shaquille Griffin Boy What Were you looking at I mean you You It wasn't like You just got You got most No it wasn't even that Cause I can live with that Somebody just made A little bit better play Than you While you was contending But boy you got Beat by 30 yards
0: I <laughs> mean no you just sense, Absolutely bro.
3: get Embarrassed Got your hands up Man Forty years <laughs> I'm gonna get 40 years if I see Shaquille Griffin. Yeah. I'm gonna get 40 years if he don't tighten up on that coverage. 40. Oh, Lord. Now, Shaquille, come on now. You better than this. Oh, now, I don't wanna see you out here get 40 years. Oh, boy. So, a lot of things to look into for the Jags, man. My guy Rashad just texted me, man. We haven't heard from him. I'm gonna give him a call right now. He's fresh off the plane. He went to the game. He's he in a layover right now in Atlanta and want to come on the sports desk. Oh
2: man,
0: <laughs>
2: Rashad, Rashad!
0: God damn, man, it's been a long time, time. <laughs> <laughs> What's going Jesus on, my Christ. brother? Doing about as
3: well as I can be doing right now, fellas. Hey, well, Rashad, first of all, it's, glad, it's so good to hear from you. We know you are traveling right now, coming back from Washington back to the home base. Well, Rashad, we just want to get a yeah. few minutes of your time, man. We've already kind of talked about the game in black. We just want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your positives. We want to hear your negatives. And just what do you think the Jazz should do to get a win next week against the Colts? <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm going to give you a perspective that kind of hit you yesterday. Okay. Uh, We got to understand that Trevor Lawrence is no longer a prospect. Trevor Lawrence has been in the league for a year and a game now. He's had 18 games. So we have to stop with what we were sold of what he was supposed to be as a prospect. Now we have 18 games. Trevor Lawrence is not generational. Ooh. Trevor Lawrence is a quarterback that needs to be developed, like other quarterbacks. Oh yeah. Because if Trevor Lawrence was generational, when Trevor Lawrence had a minute thirty-four and two timeouts, he would drove his team down the field and they would score the touchdown. That's fair. That's generational. That's fair. So now what we have to do is we have to take baby steps. It took. We need him to be consistently decent. And yesterday he was decent. Now we need. Consistently decent. And then we can go to good and then consistently good. Okay. But right now, we need Trevor to be consistently decent. And yesterday, he was decent. I don't think he was horrible. I think some of the... I think that some of the plays where he was missing, they were were crucial. I don't think he played horrible. When they got in the red zone, he was atrocious. But... Uh, he wasn't horrible yesterday. Horrible almost one, two, almost one year a game. I mean, and 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 decent almost one year a game. So can we get consistent, decent play from Trey? Um, that's my first assessment. My second assessment is that um, we thought in the preseason that this defense was going to be ready, and we have to understand everything on this team was new. And we got a brand new defensive coordinator who's never been a defensive coordinator before. And it kind of showed. Um, it was some downs that he was blitzing where I was like, no, you can't blitz on this down. Like this is and, and, and it showed like you can't you can't blitz on third and medium on certain in certain parts of the game. We had to sit back and play coverage. Um, and it was certain times like When they was, when they was killing us on the bunch routes I was like, that's when you blitz You gotta get the ball out of Winston's head So I just think it's a lot of new fellas I think it's a lot of new And I think this team just right. gotta get Some of them kicks out um, Well and, that's uh, the,
3: that, that, <clears throat> That's to be expected with a new head coach That's to be expected yeah. with the first game You're gonna see some of the stuff that we've seen Yesterday, now I do want to ask you real quick Not to interrupt you, because me and Black Just gave to Shaquille Griffin we gave it to him in a way where it might be a top five moment in sports this history. Now, Rashad, what were your thoughts on Shaquille Griffin, a veteran on his team, giving up two million yards yesterday in pass coverage?
0: Um, I had to take a deep breath. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I was on the side when Shaquille Griffin was over there with Terry McLeod. uh and I seen him give a free release, and I said, "Oh no!" Touchdown. So I'm 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 praying that either the pass rush gets to him, no sir, or that or that or that Wince doesn't see him, because when I seen the free release and I seen the way the free safety was, I said, "He's not going to be able to help him." No. So you can tell that the coverage was was made for him to reroute if there was a go route. Right. And he just said. Hey, how you doing? Um, go ahead. And it was like, how, like how in the hell do you <laughs> let a man get a free release? Yeah. At that point in the game. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was, it was a watch. free release, fellas. It was It was, was a free release. It was so I- there was no rerouting. He literally just let the man come off the ball and do what the fuck he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Sure did. I mean, I, and and then on the other side, we flip the other side. We are okay, Shaquille. Fine, whatever. We go to the other side. <laughs> what the hell was Campbell doing on the last touchdown? I feel what you. He doing? Bro, I feel it's you. third down. It's third down. What? I feel you you're, you're literally right there. If you turn around, this was the knock on him coming out of college. And his ball still Absolutely was. And I promise you, I was just going to text my homeboy that game and say, well, Campbell been balling his game. And he all had, of he the did ball. In he the did mo- ball
3: now. He did ball. And
0: in the most crucial situation in the game, yep. um, if, if, if we stop them on third and seven and they kick a field goal, it's a totally different scenario. Right. You got a field goal to go win the game instead of a touchdown. Right. So, so it it, it, it switches your whole entire game plan. But even with that situation, y'all, minute thirty four. If you give Justin Herbert, if you give Patrick Mahomes, if you give Tom Brady, if you give Josh Allen, if you give the elite quarterbacks in this league, minute thirty four two timeouts go win the game 10 out of 10 that game goes with
3: touchdown period that's yeah, yeah. what happens. But 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 those quarterbacks Rashad they, they earned the right to do that they've yeah. shown to do that Trevor's still fairly young and I hear what you're saying that you don't think he's generational but we've seen Peyton Madden in his rookie year we've seen a lot of guys who've been turned out to be that boy and their rookie year kinda struggling. And I know Trevor's too, played one you know, Trevor struggled in his first game, but he did have some critical moments. So you don't you don't are you b- backing off of the uh the I guess the level of uh admiration for Trevor? Or is it just coming down all the way down for you
0: with Trevor Lawrence? No, what I'm saying is that I, the, the, the lens of the fans have to change and understand. He
3: has oh, okay. To be yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I got you. Form. I got
0: you. Like, you, got can't, you. you can't, you we, can't. We were sold that he was generational. So everybody thought, when he comes in the league, that's it. Oh, gotcha. And I that's gotcha. not the way it gotcha. is He needs to be developed. I gotcha. And he's going to have moments. Listen, from, from inside, from the 20 to the 20, Trevor was on the money.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. He struggled in the red zone. But that's where you make your money.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's So, so, so
0: you, so 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 you, so you gotta make your money in that red zone, and he's horrible in the red zone. That's fair. We fact. had back to back plays. Trevor rolls out to the left. He's got Zay Jones wide open. Not a line play hole, Jesus, they play horrible but he's got Zay Jones wide open. If he just sets his feet and makes the throw, it's a touchdown. He yeah. jumps up in the air off one foot. And it floats on The next play, fourth and goal, Doug Peterson calls the most beautiful play you can call. And for some reason, Travis Etienne doesn't have hands anymore. <laughs>
3: like, I mean, first game. I just, first I, game jitters. I,
0: we cannot have, okay, you can't have first game. That costs you a game. If he catches that ball, we win by one. That, fee, that, kind fee, of stuff can't, that kind of stuff can't happen. The, fir- the first drive, again, another, another play by uh, by uh by Doug Peterson. He's got Travis Etienne on the real route. And I don't know, I can't tell you right now, I can make that. Throw. The, both of y'all can make that throw. He nobody was around Etienne. and Travis just floats it over his head. How do you do that? Too much muscle. How? You can't you can't do that. You you cannot do that. Because that stuff right. costs
3: you games. It costs, it costs you games. I feel so it. you know, I I think, you know, as we go forward, you know, um I guess I think we'll see more improvement from Jacksonville. I mean I didn't have Jacksonville, I don't think anybody got Jacksonville winning 11, 12 games, nothing like that. But I think the Jaguars, no. they're they're going to compete. I think they're going to win some games. And I think this would be a season to build off of. I really do. I mean, I know you're a diehard fan. And, of course, you're going to psychoanalyze this thing a lot deeper than most. You know what I mean? But um, I just think over time there was a lot of positive things. There were a lot of negative things. But I think next week at home, I fully expect them to compete at a high level and find themselves a position to beat the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, next week Now Rashad Before we get you out of here I want to get a prediction For next week Who wins Do the Jaguars Get a home victory Next week Against the Indianapolis Colts
0: I didn't watch Indy But I don't believe In that Um And my, my whole My whole reason For being As upset as I was Last week I'm going to get you To you asking the question But my whole reason For being upset About losing This game yesterday is that I wanted Trevor to show that he was going to be the best quarterback in this division because more than likely, if you're the best quarterback in the division, you're going to win it. And all the teams in the AFC South are whole. They're all going to have whole years. I think somebody's going to win the AFC South. In the yeah, probably. <laughs> so, to me, so to me, if he just steps up a little more and, and can be developed a little more um, – Guys were wide open all game long. let's listen. So this is all on Trevor. This is all on Trevor learning that offense, fighting the open guys, and just completing passes. Um, the Jaguars they they can win tomorrow because everybody in the AFC sounds horrible. So if, if 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 to me they can win that game. Um, okay. There's, there's no. I don't see any world beaters on the Indianapolis Colts that make me say I mean isn't Darius Leonard still not still not available did he play yesterday
3: Uh, I know you're saying he he was hurt yeah he did not play
0: yeah so Darius Leonard is still out they don't have world beaters on the outside I mean they don't you know what I'm saying? So I mean, and, and and this is a team that hasn't beaten the Jaguars in Jacksonville since Obama was president. So like, <laughs> like there's like literally, I think I think the last time we, they they beat us was in 2013. Okay. Well, that's um, that's hope. So I mean, I, I I and I mean, I just don't believe it. So they gotta show me. If, if, if they, okay. they gotta show me that they can beat.
3: And they can beat the Jaguars at home. All right. Tim for whatever. Well, Rashad. We look we we look forward to having you on, man, throughout the season and breaking down the Jags, man. We just wanted to get you on the line real quick, man, and get your thoughts on the game. Um safe travels to you, man. And uh, you know, we'll I definitely be, we'll definitely be catching up. And hit me tomorrow when you
0: land, bro. Okay, no, I'm. i i be landing in Jacksonville at uh, kind of like eleven. So I, I'll be here. I, I'm actually in Atlanta now.
3: Okay. Um. All
0: right. Yeah, Just I got, got hit, my little layover, but yeah, man. Hit me when you good come. To me, man. To y'all boys, man. Hey, absolutely. Okay, man.
3: All right, all right, Rashard, right? be easy, bro.
0: All right, black. All yo, right, yo, yo.
3: yo. All right, man, shout-out to Rashard, man, our Jacksonville Jago correspondent. Man, that's that hard, man. My man seemed sad, down, depressed. <laughs> but uh, I think there was some positives, man, and we'll really see how the Jags respond with the Indianapolis Colts coming into Duval next week. All right, Black, of course we got to go there. We got to go there, man. My Dallas Cowboys, man. My Dallas Cowboys. This thing started off as bad as
0: how- – them Cowboys, he okay. could have. okay. Are you allowed know to do that to the yeah. camera, it, was bad. <laughs> the
3: camera.
0: it It called for it. Oh, how my about God. that? Dak Prescott, how about that? Zeke, how about that? Amari,
3: <gasps> some of Dallas Cowboys, man, fall to the GOAT, Tommy, and the books, They come out, and you want to talk about one of the worst performances in Cowboys history as a whole. I think we saw it. One of the big, biggest letdowns that I've seen in the season opener. We lost Dak Prescott to a broken thumb. He's out six to eight weeks. We're 0-1-1. The only team in the NFC East did not get a win yesterday. The only bright spot was 11 from heaven. Michael Parsons wreaked havoc on the Bucks in the first half, which pretty much contained the rest of the way. But my defense was sound. They hung around, they hung around, but we just couldn't generate nothing. CeeDee Lamb is not a number one receiver. Mm. <laughs> CeeDee Lamb is a talented, talented, talented football player At the wide receiver position But he is not a number one You are starting to see the effects of Why did we trade Amari Cooper? Why do we trade Amari Cooper? Michael Gallup still on the shelf Cedric Wilson is injured Like, we don't have anything at the wide receiver spot CeeDee Lamb had 13 targets yesterday for two catches
2: Dang something about my boy Dalton Schultz though, man What's
0: up? Two
3: catches
2: <laughs> Dak Prescott looked at
3: awful Before injury And yet and still I'm still in the NFC East mm. Now the Philadelphia Eagles They looked not right offensively Defensively, they look trash The New York football Giants I mean, are the Tennessee Titans God awful or the Giants got a little something going, yet to be determined. And then the Washington Commanders. I look, Carson Wentz, I'm so mad the Jags ain't beat you yesterday. I needed that win, but the commanders win, so everybody's want to know but Dallas. Dak Prescott's out until after the bye week. The Cowboys have a bye week on week eight. All signs lead that Dak could be back in week nine. Is the Dallas Cowboys season over? No, it's not. You have 17 football games to play. This is a long season. I believe in my defense. If we got to get it ugly, if we got to get it money, I believe that we can hang on until Dak get back. I don't know what Dak had going on. That was so disappointing to see. He missed CD on a slant over the top in the middle. I mean, just butt naked. And he missed him. CD still dropping balls. Offensively, we are severely challenged. Cowboys Nation, we're not going to get Jimmy Garoppolo. Stop talking about it. The 49ers re-signed him for a reason. Trey Lance ain't that boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Jimmy, Ro- Jimmy Garoppolo was selling 49ers, and he will be a 49er. Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, I hate my head coach. I don't even want to mention his name. I, <laughs> I do not like him. This will be a long season. I believe in my defense. We'll see if we can get that back. They tell me I'm making a trade for quarterbacks. Get some trades from some receivers. Somebody out there.
2: Somebody out some, there.
3: The Eagles, how, did they, how did the Eagles get A.J. Brown? Jerry, did y'all not know A.J. Brown was available? Hmm. Somebody is out there We need some presence on the outside We don't have it Dalton Schultz can run up down the seams all he want to <laughs> But if you don't got no speed on the outside To accompany CD This thing ain't gonna work man. I'll give it to Zeke I know Black I'm gonna let you go But I gotta get this off Man show my boy Dalton Schultz some love yeah, man. Yeah. Up the seam, hand up, he can get it <laughs> Zeke looked it okay he lost a little weight. I like what I saw from Zeke, but you want to know? He hard, though. He did, but yeah. you know why we can't play Troy Pollard? Because he can't pick up the blitz. Mm. He talented, but stop saying start Pollard. We can't start him because he can't pick up the blitz. They going to run right through Pollard and kill Dak. A <laughs> <laughs> lot of negatives from the Cowboys last night. I'm going to kick it to black to get his thoughts, but Cowboy Nation be cool. It's a long season. It ain't the season opening how we wanted it to go. But if we're going to compete and make this thing interesting, if we got to make it muddy. We're going to have to scrap. We're going to have to claw. And we got to hope that Dak come back and remember how to play quarterback. And we got to hope that Jerry Jones and Steven Jones find some type of help at the wide receiver position. C.D. Lamb made a number one. And I love C.D., but he not a number one. We got to go get somebody. And they better do something fast. Or I'm going to take my bags. And my hat and my flag. And I'm going to just go ahead and park this thing down here in the bangle. <laughs> Black, your thoughts on the Cowboys last night, man.
2: Well, my boy,
3: it was horrible.
2: But I was told to deliver you a message. Okay. Papa Gary, shout out to you, Pop.
3: Shout out, Papa Gary.
2: Man, he said he's already tucked this bag, packed this bag, tucked this flag and his hat. And he's officially a Jacksonville Jaguar, my boy. Papa Gary, chill. He said, as long as Jerry Jones and that ass of a son oh is in the front boy. office, <laughs> he wants no parts of it. <coughs> so
3: Papa Gary, you got to chill. he is officially off the shelf, my boy.
2: He is a Jacksonville Jaguar. He said, if you want to talk to him, talk Jaguar football. Papa Gary,
3: chill. <laughs> chill. <laughs> it's a long season, man.
2: But yeah, man, um... <laughs> this is what we this what we were talking about in the offseason. We seen it come to fruition Saturday night. What was going to be the answer at receiver? What could that do with C D Lamb? How was Zeke gonna look? How would the defense look? Yeah. The positives out of all this was we know what the defense can be. They just played with the GOAT.
1: New sports. How many yes. quarterbacks
2: are they gonna play against on the level of a Tom Brady? Right. We seen Joe Burrow look suspect yesterday. Uh Jalen Hurts, we seen him make some erotic throws and want no time. He ha- he's kind of here and there. So it's 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 the defense. I have to agree with you, D, the defense is gonna have the Cowboys in some of these games. And the question can be is like, can the offense do just enough what looks like gonna be Cooper uh what's the rush? Cooper rush Cooper Rush at the quarterback position who has some success last year, but uh, how, how can, can he do just enough to help this offense find ways to win? And the answer for me for that D is no, because like you say, C.D. Lamb is just not that boy. He's not. He was nice in college at Oklahoma. Yeah. But this is the NFL. You got to win battles. And I know he is plays, plays there when Dak was missing them, but Man, it was so much going on with Tampa defense and Dak. I'm not shocked he missed them. Because it seemed like he was running for his life the whole game. Yeah. And, man, they, this this offensive line, they got to figure something out. They're out, too. Yeah. It's a lot of questions for the Cowboys, and, and and I hate it for them because I don't hate the Cowboys. I don't hate them. But it's mm-hmm. Dak and CD and Zeke, they not the answer. Those guys need help. Mm-hmm. Man, after they said C.D. Lamb, they said some other guy named I, I've never heard in my life, number 85. I was like, well, who is this guy? <laughs> they said he played for Ohio State. I mean, he must have been a a, a, a second stringer or something for Ohio State. i never heard of him, bro. Yeah. But they say the guy tough. He made a couple catches there and there. But, man, they I, I have to agree with you, D, 100%. Man, they got to get on the phone to make some calls. Uh, What's the son? What's the, what's Mr. – Uh? What's the son name, man? Steven. Steven, St- Steven Jones, you need to tighten up, bro. <laughs> I'm about sick of you, and I ain't even a cowboy fan. <laughs> y'all need to get in this war room and get some things going. Yeah, man. It's ugly, bro. Make some phone calls. I I, I don't know what you're going to do. Nothing. You got to do something, because this yeah. you, you by the time that get off, and if y'all don't figure something out, the season could be over for y'all. For sure. Didn't like what I seen, all the stuff that everybody was talking about in the media, on podcasts, on TV shows, we seen it. Mm -hmm. We seen it last night. And that's all we were seeing today. Well, I told you so. I told you so. I told you so about the Cowboys. That's all you've been hearing all day. Yeah. On Undisputed, on First Take. You've been seeing it and hearing it on podcasts where the Cowboys exactly what we said they was going to be. Yeah. Hopefully they can find a way, D. We definitely going to find out. Big game for them next week.
3: Yeah, travel out to Cincinnati, man, and uh, we'll see what's going on. on. All right, man, we're going to run down a couple scores, man. We're going to wrap up the Sports Desk, man. Shout out to Rashad for calling in again, talking that Jaguars talk. All right, Black, Patrick Mahomes, and the, uh, uh-huh. and the Kansas City Chiefs told all of us, y'all must have forgot, forgot. Patrick Mahomes, bro, I'm sorry, bro. Now, you know I messed with you, Mahone, boy. I, I'm telling you right now, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm all over here with Justin Herbert because I love Herbie now. Nah. Herbie look good now. Nah. But I've been riding with you, Patty, and you reminded me yesterday, and I formally want to apologize. Patrick Mahomes five touchdowns, 44-21 to over the Arizona Cardinals. I told y'all about the Packers dinner. <laughs> what I told you. But our boy Aaron was out there running for his life, and can't nobody out there catch nothing, not even a cold. That offense out there was putrid. The Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, them boys, them boys, Justin Jefferson. Let me tell you something real quick. I love you, Chase. I love you. But that, what that boy got going on out there? Oh, he got better for real in the offseason. Yeah, he did. He got better for we real. We seen it in one game. That's crazy. Boy, that boy got better for and real. And he was going against good corners, too. My man. goodness. But that boy, Jaya Alexander, was at that running around in circus, boy. And that's a pro bowler. Okay, now, Justin Jefferson, boy, I see ya. All right, dawg. Uh, what a game. Chargers and the Raiders. A duke it out man, battle.
2: battle. I knew it, though.
3: Carl versus it. Herbert. What a great game. But these are the games that the Chargers lost last year. These are the games, and they find a way to win at home, getting a win 24-19 over the game. Las Vegas Raiders-Steelers hang on in a wild overtime game, beating the Bengals 23-20, but the Steelers, they suffered a lot of injuries. T.J. Watt may be done for the year with a torn pectoral. Najee Harris with a foot injury yesterday. They for a report, he's going to be okay.
2: He's going to be good to go against New England.
3: Cam Hayward also suffered some type of a back injury in overtime yesterday. They came out, got the win,
2: but they did not come out unscathed. Joey B kept it cool, baby. Kept it cool, but they got a loss. That's what I was gonna ask you. How you felt about his play? He looked it horrible early. Three for three picks, four mm-hmm. picks. Four picks. Yeah. I what what what's your what's your feel after one
3: game? I'm not worried because I know what he was dealing with in the offseason with the appendix. And it is very clear that he
2: didn't get the time in the offseason. Yeah. Offensive line though didn't look no better, even my, with the additions. My. So what what's there what something there? I, I,
3: I think they'll be fine. I think they just got to spend a little bit of time together. Mm-hmm. Joey B didn't snap nothing in preseason. He barely practiced during training camp. So we got to get a familiarity, but that offensive line has no excuse. Yeah. They got to be better. He was killed yesterday. Yes, he was. Bad first half, but guess what? He hung around. He did. And I almost got him another win when you least suspected. The Bengals going to be a problem this year. The Indianapolis Colts. Matt Ryan, 20-20 tie against Davis Mills and the Houston Texans. Now, this is nasty for the Indianapolis Colts. You brought Matt Ryan in there with a minute 42 left to drive down the field to get a win, and you couldn't do it. What is going on? This is supposed to be the pick to win the AFC South. That's why I'm still riding with the Jags. Cause of what is going on with the Texans and the Colts? By God, they talk about the NFC East, but the NFC South is nasty. Nobody got to win, my boy. We got two Everybody losses on at one. a time. <laughs> Everybody got losses. My God, what's going on out there? The Eagles 38-35 The Lions black called it uh, during the NFL. They gonna fight they, bro. gonna fight.
2: they gonna fight. They gonna
3: fight. They gonna fight. Now, Eagles were up big, but the Lions fought back. Eagles got to win one to zero. Browns Baker's revenge game. Baker didn't look good in this game. He had his moments, but he didn't look good. Cleveland found a way to get the win, 26-24. Saints and Falcons had a nice showing yesterday. Offensive game, Jameis Winston is back. I'm happy to see Jameis healthy. Shout out to Michael Thomas, two touchdowns in return. Shout out baby. Mike Thomas for sure. 27-26 win in a wild game against the Falcons. Lamar Jackson, five touchdown passes with the dumbest team in all the NFL. I had somebody tell me today. Well, Lamar should have took that that, that uh that six-year $250 million. No the he go- hell he shouldn't have. Thank you, D. No the hell he shouldn't have. Boy, oh, boy. the Baltimore Ravens. Go there for a minute, bro. Please, the just Baltimore go Ravens. Y'all playing? Because <laughs> now this boy finna go off this year. And he having fun. And his teammates riding with him. I watched that whole game yesterday. But the month look all right and that deep ball. For y'all that said he can't throw. Boy, that boy was throwing. And I don't want to hear it was the Jets. But the Baltimore Ravens, that front office, I don't know what y'all got going on. But y'all going to look like the fools of the NFL at the end of this year. If this boy goes off and wins him an MVP and wins him a division, $500 million. And I'm rooting for it. Because this is blasphemous. It is. You've never seen a unanimous EV MVP of any source go through something like this. A six-year, 230 something million million-dollar contract. That ain't no
2: money. Well, 133 guaranteed. That ain't, ain't no even half. That ain't even no money.
3: That's alright. Baltimore Ravens. Y'all keep on playing. And you know real quick. Go
2: y'all ahead. sick of me man. The media. Y'all sick of me. Oh how did he turn that down? No it's uh-huh. a good reason. Look here. We understand the situation with him and not having an agent or somebody who can give him a deal. But no. That's disrespectful. Yeah, y'all ain't tried try Kyler Murray like that. Sure didn't. Y'all didn't try Pat Mahomes like that. Deshaun. Y'all didn't try Deshaun like that. You know, a player who ain't played in two years. I don't care what he is. Yeah. He ain't played no football. He has not. And you want to try? And that man won the same type. At least give him the same type of deal you giving Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he got a. Uh, oh, he but he got an agent who can. I don't care.
3: Unanimous MVP.
2: Yeah, Deshaun is a good player. Yeah, he might throw the ball a little better than Deshaun,
3: but he ain't got a unanimous MVP, unanimous bro. MVP. Won division two at the last three years.
2: Y'all get his man his just due But it's okay That's a slap in the face To say out of 260 million You only want to give him 133 guaranteed No way That's a slap in the face No way but it's okay Baltimore y'all should be shame of you Should
3: be shame Should be shame And they gonna, they gonna put out a press somebody. We tried everything we could To come to an agreement before the season started Okay That's a lie Okay Hey Okay <laughs> Keep balling Lamar Lamar Keep Do your thing, bro. Stay healthy. I bet you, I Keep bet you, uh, you,
2: your boy uh, Devinay and your boy Bateman they ain't tripping. Mm-mm. Them boys look good. You throwing? I said, look at Lamar throwing the deep ball, and it was pretty too. And you know what? You know the one thing that's scary? Lamar look big out there, boy. He put on muscle. I he said, muscle. Dang. he don't put on muscle. He
3: don't put on muscle. We gonna see. <laughs> I, I hope he ball, and I hope he stay healthy because I'm so fascinated. What's going to happen at the end of his season this year? Don't let him win another MVP. Don't let him win another one. Don't let him win this division. Don't <laughs> let him get to the FC title game and be knocking on door to the Super Bowl. 500 million! <laughs> all right, Black, it was a uh, a mud bowl out there yesterday. The 49ers mm. losing to the Chicago Bears 10-9. to 9. Boy, Man. that boy Trey Lance, boy. That boy ain't look all right. Jimmy G was over there clutching that helmet. The 49ers, this ain't good. This ain't good. It's gonna be real interesting to see how this plays
2: out. Bears 1-0, 19-10 over the 49ers. Where it is, man. It's a lot of rumblings in that locker room, man, after one game. It's a lot of rumblings. D. I don't know what we don't know what the rumblings is, but something going on. It's bruh. coming out of
3: there for sure. We're
2: gonna, we gonna find out though, because this ain't what we used to see from San Francisco. I mean, that offense was non-existent. It was not good. D we had a Debo sight, and that was it. All right, I,
3: the Patriots is going to be trash, bro. Yeah,
2: you called it, bro. I told
3: you. This thing look nasty out here. They got Mac Jones out here getting, boy, I'm talking about straight upside his head. Straight upside his head. Now my dog got back spasms and might not make it to Pittsburgh next Sunday. Shout out to her. They
2: be talking all that. Yeah, Boy, that boy Tyreek. Let me ask you this real quick. Tyreek, we seen a little something different for him. We seen him going over the middle, mm-hmm. a little outside. A, a true weapon. Do you, do you think that's because of the new coach and the offense that he yeah. runs? Or we seeing Tyreek game evolve a little bit now being in Miami? Tyreek already had them skills. But mm-hmm. he was a he had a, he had was a
3: weapon of choice for the Chiefs. He just asked to do one thing. One thing. You okay. just go, but now in Miami, no one is prepared for the route running. Okay. No one is prepared for the long dig routes going over the top. No one's prepared for that. And he going to eat. And two are going to shine. And I'm happy to see it. Miami, big win over the Pages 27. Boy, my MVP out here, 31-10 over the Rams, Big Josh Allen. Big Josh Allen out here. Boy, I told y'all. It's his time.
2: Hey, I just got one thing real quick from that. I, I You know I love Josh. Yeah? Man, but what's up with the disrespectful Jordan uh, dunk, man, in the end zone on Bobby Wagner, man? Bobby just hanging on for dear life. I said, look at this, man. This is all pro hanging on for dear life on Josh Allen, man. Big
3: Josh Allen. <laughs> but that boy was laying the wood on you, letting that thing go. That boy Josh Allen said, bro, you can tell
2: Josh Allen he's sick of it.
3: But guess what, though? So
2: but in that game, you seen what it's going to be? Yeah. You seen everything that you needed to see? Yes, I expected him to come out and blow on the top off. And do you think, this is what I wanted to ask you, do you believe the addition of Von Miller on the defensive side has helped that D-line much more? Because I was like, "Where all these guys come from with this pass rush? Some
3: I was like, one guy can
2: change that? Yep.
3: Von look healthy. Okay. Von look healthy. 100%. That boy on one-on-ones, I can get out of here. Staff foot down, you go. Big 17. That boy sick and tired, but the thing about it is he can be sick and tired all he want to. Cause fifteen out there in Kansas City, he ain't going nowhere, and I can't wait for well, them to get wait. on that
2: field. Oh. I can I hope that mug in Buffalo this time. I don't mug care
3: where it's at. Turn the TV on, cause it's coming. Big seventeen. It's, it's coming. My MVP was out there doing his thing against the round Hey, what's Jalen? Jalen. Boy, you better get your mind right because that boy Diggs had you out there doing the tippy-toe. You're around here laying pass go. Think you still got that recovery speed, boy. Did you train in the offseason? Mm. They named you the number one cone in all of football this year and you was the highest rated DB in the top 100 and, boy, you got cut. <laughs> <laughs> I still believe in your five because you know I love you. But, hey, another example. Of a top 10 wide receiver, getting the best of Jalen. You yeah. seen what Jamon did to him in the Super Bowl. They showed that play during the game. If Burrow would have had half a second, the Cincinnati Bengals would have been Super Bowl champions. Half a second before Aaron Donovan could touch him. Boy, Jalen was burnt. And Diggs did it to him not once but twice. Good God almighty.
2: Big 17 in the Buffalo Bills out here. <laughs> making it re- happen. Real quick. The Rams. What? You think they're gonna be okay, or it's it's it's, it's 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 we could see some negatives moving on in the season. I me personally, Matthew Stafford, we didn't see a lot of them in the preseason. Didn't see him at all. Surgery came out that he had surgery on that elbow. What you think they're gonna look like moving forward from the Rams? I
3: see big Super Bowl hangover. Didn't like their energy. Didn't like their command. Didn't like the offense. Cam Acres looked disgusting. He looked a terrible four yards rushing. Aaron Donald had his moments, but where was the rest of the defense? Bobby Wagner, where was he? Mm -hmm. Matthew Stafford, inconsistent. Wildly throws. Cooper Cup was out there being a man by himself. Cooper Cup made his presence felt in this game. Did anybody else? Allen Robinson, two targets? Mm -hmm. They have Super Bowl hangover written on them. They gonna have an uphill battle. Can they do it? Of course they're 10. They're immensely talented. Sean McVay is a hell of a coach. But I did not like what I seen from the Los Angeles Rams against Big 17. The Buffalo Bills came in there and asserted themselves. And it was dominant. The game was not close. And I told all y'all boys, don't take them boys on your ticket, and y'all did it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, Big 17. Everybody who hit me up I said you bet Don't do it You did it anyway Big 17 <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Bills Want to know Shaking up the NFL Let you know we out here For sure show, for sure show. Alright Black Monday Night Football a uh, Pick real quick Broncos uh, Seahawks Russell Wilson Back in Seattle For the first time The game is getting ready To kick off in 9 minutes Black Do the Broncos Go in and get a win Does Russell Wilson Make the Seahawks Remember Just who he is
2: Yeah Bronco me I like Broncos To win this game like Russell to Make a statement um, It's crazy to see These fans out here Booing him man oh, it's, it's, nasty. It's, it's crazy to watch This man gave you A Super Bowl Nasty And, and many, many years was, of winning <laughs> Was loyal to Was loyal to you And y'all many booing him yeah. I like the Broncos So hopefully they can Win this big D Yeah
3: Alright man So that's gonna wrap up 192 other sports This Man a lot of football talk Shout out to Rashad Once again uh, Jacksonville Jaguar Football correspondent For coming through had a great time, man. College, pro ball, it's that time of year for us, man. And we're going to be bringing it to you, man, each and every week. Fantasy League, man, shout out to the sports says Fantasy League. It has kicked off. Um, hopefully, everybody is having a good time. Thank y'all for participating and, and making our league fun. And, and it could be something that, you know, we could continue year in and year out. All right? We're going to wrap this thing up quick. It's your boy, one more time, Deirdre L. He's Jr., one half of your sports. I'll just find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at that name, Dedrick Hicks Jr. Y'all holler at me, man. Let's talk some sports.
2: And this your man, Black. Yeah, y'all holler at me, man. Let's Hit me on Twitter uh, Hit me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackNL3, man. Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it.
3: All right, man. Y'all be easy. Be cool. Take care of yourselves, man. Stay safe out there.
1: Sports, man. Come on now. Hey, man, listening to the sports oh, dance. No.
0: You're listening to the sports show. New sports Guest.